can't expect that everyone is as passionate about racing as we are. We can't expect that everyone is able to hear the silent call of the sea at 5am. Not everyone possesses the ability to smell the difference between rich and lean. Nor the ear to differentiate the bark of two cylinders from four. It would not be fair of us to assume that the world understands the yearning and overwhelming compulsion that we have to push through pain, angst, frustration and failure. Some people might not understand the desire to test physical limits, conquer fear, or to tangle with the forces of gravity and physics. But we don't make product for them. Look to the future, but embrace our past. We study, we analyze, we race on Sunday so we can innovate on Monday. We exercise trial and error religiously. Through our commitment to the pursuit of perfection, we learn. How to make product for the people that are capable of dedicating everything to sport. Whether there is a championship involved or not. Alpine stars, one goal, one vision. That's where it all started. 
Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Brand, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Fly Racing Big MX Radio podcast show brought to you by Traction MX, Justified Cultures, and Moto Ice Wrap. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we've got none other than Kyle Cowling of Fantasos Media. Kyle, how are you this, doing this evening? Uh, good, man. Just uh, working, editing. Working, Usual. editing. That is what you usually do. Uh, if you're not at Disneyland, you're editing high-quality video with red cameras. Um, so what we know about Kyle Cowling is that he is the uh, director, editor, and creative creative direction for Fantasos Media, which uh, is basically you guys produce the Spectrum series as well as uh, uh, the, the – uh, video series dedicated through Honda called Redefined. Um, You're a phenomenally creative guy who does amazing things. You're about five foot seven and um, you you dress like a total hipster and no one would recognize you at the races as someone of value because you just look like a regular schmo. Is that (laughs) basically, I got it right or? That's that's pretty accurate. Yeah, I, I won't I won't argue that. I mean, I don't call myself a hipster at all. I'm, you know, I don't associate with that kind, but I'll take it. You know, you're essentially spot on. Fair enough. Uh, like so. maybe not that the most hipster, but definitely uh, a whole lot more, uh, let's say, cultured than I am. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I'm a little bit more blue collar than uh, than you are, my friend. So that's maybe why yeah, I you are. Um, you but, are. Uh, let's yeah. let's get down into the, the 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 down and dirty with all this stuff, man. You have been on the job working um, to to get out this amazing series with Honda. Let's talk a little bit about that, and then let's get on to uh, some some ex- exciting talk about uh, season three of the Spectrum series, which, of course, I'm going to buy every episode and watch them probably two or three times. It's amazing. Anyone who hasn't already watched season one and two, they need to go back and watch it right now. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, the Honda, the Honda thing came about Oh man, 2020, hmm, wait, 2015, um, after we finished the first season of the web series, um, we did one of the episodes with Cole Seeley, who uh, obviously writes for Honda, and um, we had to deal with uh, the Honda PR um, over there to coordinate that shoot and whatnot, and they were actually very happy with how the episode looked. Cole enjoyed working with us, and then um, the end of 2015, Honda reached out to us to uh, hire us to film their team intro with Trey Kennard and Cole Seeley heading into the 2016 season. Um, so that was our first opportunity really working with American Honda. And then from there, we did a couple small things here and there for them. And there was talk about doing a web series in 2016 with Trey and Cole. And we'd built out uh, like a full outline of what we wanted to do, five episodes, all this. Um, and then nothing happened. It just kind of sat there. 
And then, obviously, once Honda announced that they signed Ken um, for 2017, Honda came to us um, and wanted to revisit the Web Series. Um, So we, thankfully, didn't have to do too much work pre, I guess, pre-production in terms of planning out what uh, we were going to do for the episodes because they pretty much stayed the same. It would just change a little bit with the addition of Ken. Um, And Cole, obviously, we had a couple ideas built out around that. So it was pretty simple the scariest thing was just budgeting that like how do you like we we had never budgeted budgeted for something that um big before so that was a little intimidating but thankfully it went pretty easily and ever since then it's been smooth sailing uh obviously minus ken's injury that was you know a little scary, yeah, but that was scary. That, and I'll add that I was sitting next to you and Nick when that happened, and the look on right. the two of your faces was of um, of serious worry. For obviously, you've developed a relationship with Ken, and you guys are are, are friendly, and it, it's a great working relationship. But seriously concerned, as well as uh, this guy is is was the subject of your film series, and to have him. Uh, injured and it's basically not available for a lot of this that uh, definitely changes the, the direction and, and what you guys were going to be capturing because up until then it was a lot of checkered flags and uh looking really cool yeah yeah and it, it's one of the things that was uh interesting for us was the fact that we had started shooting the web series for honda in like october or early november i believe so we had already spent quite a bit of time around Ken and his people and we're at the test track with him and up at Castillo Ranch and whatnot. So um, you spend a lot of time time around the Ken and the whole team as a whole and you see the amount of time and effort and money that's going in uh, to the team and into Ken and into Cole to go out and win races. And it's kind of mind-blowing. And then at, you know, A1 and SD, everything's obviously sunshine and, and rainbows, no issues at all. And then a2 comes around and obviously, like you said, yeah, you were sitting right next to us when that happened. And I think as soon as Ken took off, I like jumped out of my seat and was yelling. And and uh, I'm Four sure people words. around us were, yeah, I'm sure people around us were like, what is this guy's problem? But it's like, that's spent a lot of time with that guy. And we're in the middle of working with him for, you know, the next five months. And to see that it was just, it was pretty heavy. Especially, like I said, when you see all the time and money and effort, blood, sweat, and tears these guys put in to this, and then it's over in two seconds for, you know, I don't know when Ken's coming back. So, it, uh, yeah, that was a little scary, but we had a meeting actually on Monday morning with Honda, and thankfully they were pretty upbeat and were like, all right, well, you know, if this is what we're being dealt or thrown, cars were being dealt, then we're going to go ahead and document his recovery. Um and so that's kind of what we've been doing moving forward. Um, we spent a few days in Claremont, Florida with Ken and did, uh, shot his therapy session and did an interview with him at his house and some lifestyle stuff. And, um, so that's kind of where we're at now is just documenting the recovery and his return to getting back on a dirt bike. No kidding. Well, uh, it's, it seems it was, uh, a, a, 
a dark night in uh, in Anaheim when it all went down, and uh, glad to hear that they were able to continue with it. You guys were honestly seriously worried about the continuation of the whole project, really, um, with, yeah. with Ken being out, and uh, if they would even consider or, or want to continue doing that. So it was good if they wanted to do that, and and obviously the focus has been uh, more directed towards. Uh, towards Cole's performances in, in his season so far, and and also weaving Ken in there a little bit. Have you guys? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, are you? Will you guys? Or did you guys work with uh, um, uh, Jeremy Martin a little bit at Daytona as well as? Uh, will you be following the series throughout the outdoors uh, with Christian Craig as well? Um, yeah, we did in Daytona. We did do a little bit with uh, Jeremy when he filled in for uh, Ken um, at the Daytona Supercross. Um, to be, uh, we spent, we actually spent like two days, um, at the nest in Claremont, Florida, which is Villa Poto's old, uh, yeah. facility, which was also Grant Langston's. I think Langston was the first one who bought it yeah. in the early or mid two thousands. Um, so that place has some history. So it was pretty cool to, to be there and, ex- you know, step foot on that soil. But, uh, yeah, we did some stuff with J-Mart for, uh, Daytona. Honestly, I didn't expect him to do as well as he did just because he's such a tiny dude and being on a 450, I I personally was like, Oh boy, this could be kind of dangerous, but he proved me wrong and looked really, really good. Um, so we did a little bit, yeah, with, 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 uh, J Mart. Um, and then in terms of the outdoors with Christian, that's what we're actually in the middle of sorting out. There's been some talk of potentially extending the series, uh, into the outdoors because Honda has been, very happy with the final product, um, which is good. And we obviously want to continue the relationship. So we're not sure right now what the plan is for the outdoors. I would imagine we would probably be at Glen Helen and or Hangtown um, shooting. Um, I would imagine they would want to do something with Christian. I think that's kind of a cool story, bringing him up to the 450 factory team. So we'll see. Hopefully we've we've already talked about it. Um, so at this point, it's kind of in Honda's. Um, hands to to see if they want to do something like that or just focus on Ken stuff and call it call it good. There you go, man. So uh, and then uh, obviously uh, the two of the two of you are also always working on uh, the Spectrum series. It's uh, it's a series that has developed greatly over the last few years um, and, and tons of man hours uh, on location as well as probably. Um, maybe twice, if not three times the amount of time uh, in your studio, cutting, uh, editing, and mm-hmm. uh, slicing things together. That's what you do best. Um, and uh, I imagine that the work on that series has already begun, and uh, you're starting to uh, look forward to putting out some content. Yeah, we're, I hate to say it, we're actually a little bit behind on season three, just because uh, the Honda uh, workload has taken up quite a bit of time. Um, which is a good thing. It's a good problem to have. Um, but we've been actually, because I'm not sure after season three of Spectrum if we're going to do another season or not. Personally, I do not want want to. I like to cap it off at three and call it good. Um, but if we were to do a fourth season or go beyond beyond that, we've already kicked around some ideas of what we could do because my biggest fear is, you know, I don't want to just keep doing that in the same format with the same people and storylines. I just think it kind of gets repetitive after a while. There's, you know, only so many stories you can tell within Moto before it just becomes, you know, you're chasing your tail going in circles. 
Um, so season three, we've actually been taking our time in terms of who we're trying to get and focus on and what storylines we want to go into. And we're actually, I think, Thursday, potentially have an interview shoot lined up um, and got pretty much our whole cast lined up. And now at this point, it's just a matter of me kind of scheduling it and diving into everything and start shooting and editing. And the plan is to release season three, I would say, between October and December. Um, and just in time for Supercross. There you go. Yeah, so. Get right back into it. Um, and uh, yeah. yeah, I guess it was, um, should have, uh, like, Brought this to your attention earlier, uh, as far as the like uh, looking forward to season three. But uh, good thing that just last week uh, got you in touch with um, a previous uh, guy I had on the podcast twenty five minutes ago in uh, in Colton Act. The two of you guys are going to work together a little bit and uh, and highlight his recovery and um, ascent to greatness because that guy, the kid, uh, looks to be back on a motorcycle and and racing um, in in under a year's time. So and they lose like the hit with his injury moving to where he's at is, is, uh, is going to be pretty amazing to capture. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited about that. I, for me, this, to me, a storyline like that, it's like, it's like, I, I want to know, like, aside from the injury and what went down, what the recovery process is like and, and, and everything, like what's the motivation to want to like get back on a dirt bike and get behind a starting gate and go race supercross again. Like, that's uh, for me the interesting part of it is kind of that mental aspect and the, the drive and determination to get back up and go back out there and, and risk your life again. Because the same, I mean, to say, but you know, the same thing could always happen, you know, yeah. at any moment. Um, so it's kind of for me that's I want to find out with Colton, like, what's what's the motivation, what's the reasoning behind wanting to get back out there? Because I think most people would call it quits. Like, ah, I'm good. Yeah, they would say, I'm I'm walking away, I don't need to do that anymore, Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, there's there's a, it's clearly a call back to uh, to continue to keep doing it, and uh, like I I talked to him, he's like, he basically said, like, as, like, as long as the ability to do it is there, I'm going to continue doing it, and um, and, and with, with understanding all risks that, uh, that are, that are, assumed by by doing the sport and i think maybe a, a guy who's had an injury like that probably understands those risks uh more than anyone so um yeah 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 it's especially to me like a, a privateer like colton it's like financially it's not like he's making hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars where it's like ah, i i can understand the incentive to want to get back out there and you know earn a paycheck i mean unfortunately those guys colton those guys are paying to go race you know so that's another yeah layer to the story that's like i understand why a guy like kenny he's like i'm, I'm coming back i'm gonna be faster stronger and i'm i'm gonna come out next year and i'm gonna win you know yeah and, and, and make of millions motive. of dollars doing so yeah of course it makes perfect i fully you know still it's like you're pretty gnarly i don't know if i would do that but i can understand the incentives especially in the financial uh, aspect is weighed into consideration, but with a guy like Colton, it's like, man, you're, you're paying to go race your bikes, and you still want to go back and do that. That's pretty damn odd. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree, man. Uh, so, uh, um, hey, this is Zach Cummins from Phoenix Racing Co. You're listening to the Big MX Radio Show. We're going to commercial. We'll be right back. 
Justified Cultures is the kind of apparel from the moment you put it on makes you feel like it was made just for you. Quality, comfortable apparel designed for and inspired by the live what you love lifestyle. Woven throughout the moto, desert, skate, and surf culture of Justified is the desire to celebrate human achievement, to inspire and create a modern lifestyle brand reflecting today's generation. Zach Commons, Matty Jesse, Phoenix Racing Co., Dominique Daffe, Cody Matichuk, and John Short are just a few athletes who don Justified Cultures clothing. Passion needed a clothing line to speak to the way that it lived each day. So, we created Justified Cultures. Navigate justifiedcultures.com to easily view over 40 individual styles to help you make a statement every time you step outside. As presenting sponsor to Big MX Radio, lock in promo code BIGMX17 when checking out at justifiedcultures.com to receive 30% off your Justified Cultures clothing. Express your lifestyle with Justified Cultures. Live what you love. This is a test of your racersindex.com awareness. This was a test to see if you're ready to be found at racersindex.com. Supercross and Arena Cross are coming up. Now is the time to secure your position on a team. Mechanics, models, riders, flaggers, team owners, production specialists, anything related to racing. Be found at racersindex.com. Click it for your ticket to be found and become part of the racing industry. Racersindex.com, your ultimate race production resource. Visit racersindex.com now. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. Hey, this is Adam with Vexy MX, and you're listening to the Big MX Podcast Radio Show. Hey, this is Alex Ray. I don't know if, why you're listening to Brad's podcast, but I'll be back on soon. Hey, this is Zach Cummins. All you hosers, quit listening to Nickelback and jump on over to the Big MX Radio Show. Hey, guys, this is Kate Clayson, and not only do I blow uh, Alex Ray's doors off in the track, but I do it at K1 speed, too. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now, and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, your spokes, even pick your nipples, and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, talon and kite aluminum hubs, galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, they are not told whose wheels are whose. They just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels.
Hey, Big MX fans. Thanks for listening to this podcast and hope you're enjoying them. I want you guys to head on over to TractionMX.com. TractionMX is the place to get your seat covers for any bike that you have, whether it be a Husqvarna, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Yamaha, KTM, you name it. These guys have a great seat cover for you. They're durable, they're flashy, they're eye-catching, and they're one-of-a-kind. The reason why they're one-of-a-kind is because you design your own. You pick the fabrics, you pick the ribs, you pick the everything all the way down to the stitching uh, color that they use on the seat cover itself. Traction MX is your one-stop shop to set your bike apart from the herd 110%. These seat covers start at just $69.95 American, and uh, the average turnaround is a one to two weeks. One to two weeks from now, you could have a bike that's looking completely different than it does right now. So head on over to TractionMX.com, start shopping, start designing, and make something special like for you today. Going viral with Viral Brand. Viral Brand is setting its sights on being one of the leading brands in the extreme sports market. From supercross to snowcross and snowboarding, and everything in between. Viral Brand is working hard to not only bring you premium products, quality eyewear, and killer style, but award-winning support with every sport. Head on over to theviralbrand.com and get tinted lenses, clear lenses, 10-packet tear-offs, and goggle bag for only $59.99. Viral Brand products are available in the U.S., Canada, and Australia and used exclusively by the Barn Pros Racing MX Home Depot Yamaha team for the 2017 season. Go viral with the viral brand. Hey guys, Bill's Pipes is back, and that means the return of legendary performance. Two strokes, check. Four strokes, check. Since 1974, they've been tuning power at its finest for motocross racers, off-road rangers, you name it. For you two-stroke lovers, the MX2 Bill's Pipe exhaust system is flat out the right choice to make. Nickel, works, and the brand new cone look is the right system for the job. When it comes to four strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to decimate the field anywhere, anytime. So if you want the same pipe used by Billy Leninovich, Sean Collier, Vicky Golden, and the entire Barn Pros Home Depot Yamaha team, head over to Bill'sPipes.com today. And never settle. As preparations continue, and as you're you're working towards getting uh, season three up 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 and rolling, uh, what do you think that you'll be able to bring to the series in for the third season that is different and and more uh, eye catching? Because that's one of the things that I talked about with Wes Williams is that uh, like, very much like yourself, um, you guys have an, a different way of looking at things you have a more interesting way of looking at things but like it becomes difficult to re- keep reinventing the wheel every single season because um like yeah. you, you guys set the bar so high so how do you bring something that people haven't seen before yeah that that's you know that's what kind of like i said earlier why i only want to do three seasons of this because i don't want it to turn into something that is just repetitive and loses kind of its allure that it has to, you know, the kind of niche market that we found. Um, but I guess for us, it's part of it was reinvesting in our camera equipment and, and as 
some may or may not know, uh, I was pretty anti-red camera. Um, not anti, but they're just a lot of money and there's a lot of reasons it didn't make sense for us. But we were able to find a red camera on a very good for a very good steal on a low budget. Um, and it made sense for kind of the direction we're trying to take our business and, and slowly move outside of moto. But also for season three, it made sense. Like, all right, well, let's, you know, production value-wise, I feel like there was a, a big a big difference between season one and season two in terms of quality. So now from season two to season three, I, I think we'll see an even bigger uh, change in production quality for the better. Um, but then it's also storylines. And, and this year we're being pretty damn selective on who we're, who we're going after and what stories we want to focus on. And I think... People will be surprised to see a lot of, not a lot, but we're going to have a few, a few names that are, are kind of haven't been heard of in a long time. Um, Storylines that are, are pretty dark, um, but have at the end of the day, I think most of them all have a, uh, they come around full circle, you know, it ends on a positive note, but um, we're kind of, we're going to dive into I think the the drug addiction aspect of the sport and the painkillers, um, concussions, um, and the long term effects of those, um, and a few other specific topics, um, as well as kind of doing what what we've done before, where we also do the the normal kind of profiles on 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 riders. So there'll probably be four episodes on specific topics, and then four episodes that are how they have been in the past, but I think still even a little bit more different um, and hopefully exciting. And then um, after that, kind of see where we're at, weigh our options, see how season three did financially. And if it makes sense to continue, it then kind of depends on our our workload with clients and where we're at with Honda. Um, If they want to do a second season of Redefined and then other client work that we're chasing outside of, the dirt bike industry because at the end of the day for us like we don't love motocross to death but we don't want to be doing it our entire lives because it's it's I, I feel like there's more out there and I don't want to just pigeonhole ourselves into just being at the dirt bike track for the rest of our lives because it's I know Wes was on your show recently and he he hit it perfectly saying you know there, there's not a lot of money out there to be chasing and the money that's there they don't want to spend it and essentially content's just getting passed down to kids that'll do it for really, really cheap or free and companies are like, yeah, that's cool. So then they don't, they look at guys like us and they're like, why do we need to pay such a, a high rate when we can have this guy do it for free or for a couple hundred bucks all in? So I, I, I think that's another reason too, why we've been doing the on-demand content and selling all of our, our, our work that's not client-based is because we're not going to give our stuff away for free. And at the end of the day, it's a job. Like I have a house, you know, to to pay for rent and, and bills and car insurance and, and all that stuff. And like, I can't be doing this stuff for free. It's like, yeah, you do your dream job for a living, but it doesn't mean you should be doing it for free. There's, you know, at the end of the day, it's a job just like everybody else. And it has its, its perks and it has days where it's like, man, this really freaking sucks. Like it's, there's days where it is not fun. It's like any other job. Um, so it's just a matter of 
staying, you know, figuring out how to, I guess, chase what money is in the sport. And I think we've kind of found our niche with the on-demand stuff. And even that, though, I still, I think that's the way of the future. Personally, it's either it's either going to go that way or I think it's all going to die altogether, personally. Because if you look at the websites, there's no unique video content anymore. Like there was, like when Verb was at its peak, you know, they were pumping out content every other day and even, you know, Transworld and Racer X and all these sites where they all had dedicated video guys and were all pumping out really cool content. And now it's to a point where Verb no longer exists. Verb Moto is dead. Um, Transworld doesn't have a dedicated video guy anymore. Racer X, you know, they don't, the the video content they do put out is nothing exciting. It's usually just kind of bike builds and bike tests. Um, And then, you know, Vital MX doesn't really do anything. It's no one's really doing anything anymore. And it's it's from my point of view, it's it, you're watching it die, and it's not good. And that's why we're going on the manor out, and we have been, and we're going to continue to go that way. It's, for us, it's not going to change. It's like we're going to keep going that way, and until we're, I guess, completely out of moto. You know, it's mm-hmm. the only fiscally responsible thing for us to be doing at this moment. Because I genuinely do think it's dying. Yeah, like I said, if uh, if you're good at something, don't do it for free. And uh, that's why uh, there's advertisers on this podcast. That's why, unfortunately, the the listeners of it are, uh, I wouldn't say forced, but they're asked to sit through about uh, 10 minutes of, of, of ads every time you come through. And those guys pay the bills so that I can justify uh, sitting at my laptop for uh, a couple hours every single evening. Uh, whether it be doing podcasts, editing podcasts, or uh, or making contacts to do other podcasts, it, it's it's all very involved work. And same thing with you, uh, you you're constantly uh, trying to cultivate relationships so that you can create uh, these these. Uh, the video and edit it and all this fun stuff and uh, your time needs to be compensated and obviously there's there's expenses to your work there whether it be the gas the cameras you yeah. name it there's 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 tons of expenses and stuff like that so uh, yeah. for you guys to be able to go there and uh, or go out and and do your work and then um, have people who legitimately want to watch anyone who wants to watch it they can easily go to uh, the the Vimeo dot com and uh, and search the Spectrum series, whether it be seasons one, two, and now three, and then uh, they can watch it and enjoy it. And uh, and and like honestly, like if like if if there was a um, like this is the reason why I watch the the MXGPs. Uh, first of all, I I like the the commentating. I like the racing. It's good racing. I love the sport. Mm-hmm. But also, like you, like I I can watch it at my leisure. I I pay the seven dollars or whatever it is to have to have the the race, and then I can watch it uh, at any time. Like I don't like if some like obviously I can watch it live. I can watch it not live, regardless. And then um, mm-hmm. like if I could somehow pay to not have to listen to the race broadcast first and foremost from Supercross, uh, and not have to listen to that because that that would just make my day. Uh, but if I was able to just watch Supercross live without any announcing or with or, or just have it on my laptop uh, all day long, like that that would be optimum like you know what i mean i would pay to do that yeah. and uh, i think that that's where it probably should go be like like the like this like why aren't more things more pay-per-view because if like there's a huge list of of, of channels 
is, is the, the typical, uh, there's a million channels, but, but, but nothing's on. Um, like there's, yeah. there's only so many things that actually interest me as far as television shows. And uh, I'm always amazed as to what people actually watch on television and, if they want to watch that, that's cool. But what I want to watch is is on certain channels. And it's only on for certain time, and um, yeah, I totally pay if, if if for the limited amount of video that I actually watch, uh, as far as super like motocross goes, I would gladly uh, subscribe to whether it be a website or um, like yeah or, or an application that just brings me that video because that's that's what I want. Yeah, and I. I... Like, for an example, you look at Netflix or some of these subscription-based um, streaming sites, and they're now producing their own original content, their own documentaries, their own TV series, their own comedies, all that stuff. And why that stuff is being so successful right now is because they give these production companies a shit ton of, of money to go do what they want, and then they just stay out of it. They're not getting involved in how it's being put together, how it's being written, shot, edited. It's, hey, here's your budget. Go go shoot six episodes. And they come back with six episodes and no one interfered because they had full creative control. And a lot of this stuff is being really, has been really, really successful. It's working really, really well. And I think that's the way of the future for a lot of stuff because these streaming, um, streaming services, they're not getting involved. They have the money. They give the creatives the money go do your thing and no one's butting in there's you know i think that's how it should be and i with our stuff i think you kind of i mean obviously we're on a much smaller scale but we can do it exactly how we want to do it monetize it how we want to and it's you're seeing true a true honest look at the sport from the rider's perspective there's no no clients no websites no you know sales guy, marketing guy, or whoever butting in saying, oh, we need to change this, or we can't have that, or da-da-da-da-da. You know, it's, we do it how we want, what we think is right. The riders get the final say, like I said a thousand times, and and um, and um it's working, and people people are appreciating it, appreciating it and I, I, I think that's the way of, of the future for me. But, I, you know, in moto, it's, it's a few years behind, I think, so it'll be interesting to see if anyone else catches on within our industry or not. There you go. Well, where, where this is uh, slated to come out on Wednesday morning. Uh, you'd mentioned in our podcast, in, our, in our, our text that some content will be coming out on Vimeo on Wednesday. Where can people go check that out? Where can they follow both Fantasos Media, yourself, Kyle Cowlick, as well as your business partner, Nick Dial? Uh, so, yeah, we, uh, it's funny. We actually, we, road tripped all the way out to Florida to shoot um, at the nest in Claremont for a few days. And then from there um, to Daytona and then from Daytona to Georgia for a few days. And then from Georgia to Texas and Texas back home. Um, but we were out in Florida shooting a Daytona episode that um, we were hoping would be a episode for redefine for the Honda web series. Um, but it was one of those things where they wanted Honda, Honda wanted to do go a different direction and not do a Daytona episode, which was fine. Um, so we kind of took a gamble. Yeah, which I it was it was fine. It was like okay, they they wanted to spend money on other episodes, which we're like okay. Um, but we kind of took a gamble on ourselves and we're like, well, let's go to Daytona anyways because it's the only race all year long that we have any access to film at. Um, yeah, 
Great access. But, you know, I, yeah, that's the other thing too. I think it would be more interesting to stay within the sport if Feld would open up their access to, to filming on the floor and all that stuff, but they're not interested in that. That would um, infringe on their monopoly. Yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, Daytona, we had full access. So we're like, all right, well, let's go there and let's shoot an episode about basically what goes in to getting prepared for Daytona. So we spent a couple of days at the nest, like I said, with um, the Honda team, Cole, J-Mart, the whole crew. Um, they were testing, doing motos, so documented all that. And then from there, went to Daytona and shot um, the race at Daytona in full access, like I said, and, um, we packaged it up and sent it over to Honda and we we're like, Hey, here's, here's the episode. Would you guys still be interested? Would you be interested now that you have basically a visual aid? Um, and they still were like, you know, thanks, but no thanks. And like, okay, you know, totally cool. No sweat. We understand. Um, so we've decided instead we were, we're going to just package it, um, as we see fit and release it on our own. Um, yep. on Vimeo on demand this Wednesday, um, for a whole 99 cents. And it's, a, I think eight minutes and 20 seconds long, um, look inside of what Honda HRC went through during the week of Daytona testing and, and racing and all that stuff. So I think it's a pretty cool, unique take on what this, the race is and, and what goes into it. Um, so it'll be, like I said, available this Wednesday on Vimeo on demand. Just search Daytona Supercross, um, and it should pop right up for a whole ninety-nine cents and eight minutes worth of worth of content. And for us, like I said, if it's not if it's not work for a client, we're not going to release it for free. It's going to you know we're going to monetize it and and you know go that route. Cause that's for us. That's just the only way that makes sense. Um, to, to, to make a living and try and keep producing this type of content. Otherwise, it's like, what's the point? We're going broke doing it, you know? Totally, totally. Like I said, you deserve to be compensated for your efforts, my friend. So uh, I hope that everyone that's listening to this pops on over to uh, to Vimeo.com. Look up, do they, do they search uh, Fantasios Media? Do they follow, like, the Spectrum series? What yeah, are they, they going to search to find it? They can they can search Fantasos Media or or just punch in just search Daytona Supercross. Um yeah. when they go go on Zimeo dot com forward slash on demand. Um and it'll it should pop right up. <clears throat> um so if you search that or search Cole Seeley's name or Jeremy Martin and it'll it'll come right up because those are in the tags for it. So it'll pop right up. Fair enough, man. Well, I hope that people do do that. Of course, off the air, we'll talk about a special discount code that I can uh, save myself that 99 cents. I don't want to have to spend that money to give you this also very valuable press time. Uh, and I feel like because I did that and gave you the, this platform that, uh, of course, you should not only be uh, giving me this content for free, that maybe uh, some, some cash needs to change hands. Um, but, of course, I'm being uh, sarcastic. Uh, Kyle, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show to chat. Uh, uh, I really appreciate you giving me some time. Where can people find you on social media so that they can leave rude comments in your posts? Oh man, that's terrible. Uh, just uh, on Instagram at Kyle Cowling, K Y L E C O W L I N G, or you can follow our business account um, at Fantasos Media, which is P H A N T A S O S Media. 
um, follow the business account because that's where we'll probably do most of the posting. And I do a lot of like the story stuff on our business account, um, all the behind the scenes editing and random stuff when we're on shoots and whatnot. So follow that. Um, see all kinds of behind the scenes stuff and see links to uh, get this Daytona episode and when our you know remaining Honda episodes for Redefined come out, as well as this third season of Spectrum and all that exciting stuff. Awesome, man. Well, it sounds like dinner's almost ready uh, behind you, so I'll let you get to that. Really appreciate the time, my friend, but don't hang up just yet. We'll cut it off right there. Thanks, man. I appreciate it.